bring you back. Here we can meet, uh, whereabouts? Uh, there should be a cafe around here somewhere. Welcome to the Trady HQ podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Trady HQ, Australia's first co-working and business incubator aimed specifically at trade-based businesses. Hey you guys, welcome back to the Trady HQ podcast. My name is Dan and Today I'm joined again with Lisa Ranelli uh, for the first podcast in the series that we are going to do together, uh, basically revolving around uh, Lisa's specialties, which are nutrition, stress management, and that sort of stuff. Um, if you haven't already, just go back and listen to the introduction, and that, that goes through everything that, uh, that brought Lisa and I together and, and where her authority comes from when it uh, comes to stuff like this. Welcome, Lisa. Hi Dan, how are you today? Good, thank you. So, uh, so yeah, as I say, this is podcast one of the series we're going to do. Uh, I haven't, we haven't actually put a cap on the amount of podcasts that we're going to do. So we're just going to sort of play it by ear to a degree. We, we, of course, we've got a bit of a structure, but uh, certainly we welcome any feedback from any listeners in terms of uh, anything that they'd like to hear. Uh, and once we get some of that back, we can always add to the next one or uh, or do a, a whole extra podcast um, episode around whatever it is people would like to know more about. Yeah, that would be great. Like in um, feedback on what you'd like to hear, and I'm happy to help. Yeah, great. And so I think uh, I think you've chosen uh, a really great topic to to lead this all off with, uh, and it's a very broad topic. And I'm sure it's something that everyone has uh, experience and and experiences on a daily basis, and that is stress. Yes. Yeah, so when I was doing this, uh, we had one podcast to do this, and I went, "Yeah, no, not possible doing one podcast." So I've broken it up into what is stress and signs and symptoms of stress and how it affects the body. And in the next podcast, I'll tell you how to manage it and the things that you can do for that. But stress is huge. And every day I say to people, oh, so what's stressing you? Oh, I'm not stressed. I hear it all the time. So, yeah, so what is stress? You know, stress is, um, you know, the human's normal reaction to an experience that you have. So, Really, we were made with a fight and flight. So mm. our stress response is what we have, is, is an experience to change. And it is usually meant to be used when we're in danger. So what happens is like, it's like if you see a lion, you know, your body actually produces cortisol, which is a stress response hormone, and it gets you ready to run away. And it shuts down your digestive system. It shuts down everything else because all your energy and all your blood needs to be going to your brain to make good choices to run away from the lion. And then at the end of it, it's meant to come down and turn off the cortisol and then actually let your body start digesting and blood flow to, to walk and think and do things. Whereas when we are stressed, we don't switch off, right? So we just are constantly in that high cortisol stress reaction and that causes problems. Right. So that's where... Yeah, like you say, you can have digestive issues and that sort of thing because your body is just in this constant state of defense, I guess, yeah. whereby it's trying to preserve blood flow, oxygen, et cetera, to your vital organs yeah. because it thinks there's a line there that you're trying to get away from. That's it, and that's why we have a lot of gut issues because we're not turning on that digestion. We're not getting things back to norm. Um, and then it ends up with chronic disease, which I'll explain a bit later. Okay, so can you just explain what the, the sort of interplay is in that case between cortisol and stress? Yeah, so firstly, like, what, does, what does it do to the body? So it can, it, like I said, it disrupts um, digestion, it reduces and speeds up ageing. It actually gives you vulnerability to chronic disease. It increases your body's response to cortisol. 
and it can leave you in a really vulnerable state. So the interplay between um, cortisol and stress goes a bit like this. So as I mentioned, cortisol is a stress hormone and it causes havoc on the body if it actually isn't turned off. So when stress is always on, if you're stressed, it increases the cortisol exposure, which increases appetite, which can increase weight gain, which can cause chronic disease. So also when you've got an increase in cortisol, it can decrease um, a hormone that we think only men have, and that's testosterone. And But women have testosterone too. It mm. just... To us, our predominant hormones are estrogen and progesterone, and yours is testosterone, but you guys still have female hormones estrogen there. Estrogen as well, Estrogen, yeah. and that's really important because cortisol is constantly increased. Testosterone is constantly decreased. Right. So, you know, things that causes like decreased memory, decreased sex drive, decreased muscle mass, increased fatigue and body fat, and decreased sleep. So they're just some things that we can have problems with. So I guess like we spoke about in the first uh, first intro episode and, and what you and I have spoken about before is it, it, this is part of that holistic assessment of someone when they present with a with a problem, right? So this, this the particular symptoms might be, like you say, let's say uh, lowered sex drive, for instance, yeah, what you just mentioned. Huge. Obviously, you know, you could look at that and say, oh, you can do a test and say you're low on testosterone. Here's some, here's some supplementation for testosterone. Where, uh, but in actual fact, if you if you didn't look any deeper into that and didn't identify the fact that this person is undergoing a, a huge amount of stress, you could potentially solve that issue by uh, working on them from a lifestyle perspective yeah. in order to reduce their stress, reduce their cortisol, and ultimately increase their testosterone naturally. Right. That's right. And sometimes by addressing, like you said, taking testosterone supplementation, you can cause so many other problems mm. when it's not the testosterone; it's the problem. And that's what I see a lot. And, you know, supplements, which I'll go through in the next podcast, we need them. But if they're not used properly, they can be detrimental to our health. Um, Like someone taking testosterone, like you said, testosterone supplementation to help libido or even just to help with energy. I mean, that's a podcast in itself on what it can do when Mm. you should be addressing the cortisol. You know, things like shows to me that you've got a decreased testosterone is emotional changes, decrease in muscle mass, decrease in metabolic rate, increased anxiety, abdominal fat, increased cholesterol is a huge one that shows that low testosterone, but it's not because the testosterone is low, it's because cortisol is high. Another one is huge, and I see this in tradies all the time, and and I see my dad and my husband in particular is back pain. Um, And back pain is a huge one to show me that you are reacting to a cortisol stress response, which is decreasing testosterone in cortisol causing inflammation in the body mm. and so what is what is the difference between being stressed out or or being stressed is okay it- so that's a, that's so everyone thinks oh they're the same thing but they're not so being stressed out in okay in dictionary terms is an inability to mount a normal stress response so your cortisol's rhythm right stays flat so overall cortisol exposure over 24 hours is actually higher, so which means we don't have an adaptive cortisol response. So scientists would say it believes to most common disease in life. So it's actually something you don't know. You don't know you're stressed out. Mm. Whereas when you're stressed, it induces an adaptive response to cortisol. So the cortisol goes up and then it goes down. So an instance for that, so stress is that when you have just had an argument with your boss 
right? Your cortisol goes up, you're, fight, you're actually, you know, fired up because you're responding back to that. That's finished, it's gone, your stress response goes down. However, if, say for instance, in a tradies terms, if you've got a job that isn't done and you've done a quote and you don't know if you've done the quote right, you don't know when this is going to be, um, you're going to be called in to do the job, you've got other jobs on the go, you're trying to fit it all in, that's being stressed out. Right. Okay. So what happens then is your cortisol is constantly up, constantly up and not going down because you haven't finished with it. It's ongoing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does that make sense? Yep, for sure. For sure. So it's more stressed out is more a sort of protracted thing, I would I would imagine sort of revolving around your lifestyle or, or your work and that sort of thing where you're just in this constant state of of stress, of being stressed. Yeah, and I hear people say, oh, I'm so stressed, I'm so stressed. I say, well, what's, what are you stressed about? And when they explain to me their stress, I said, well, you're not, you're stressed out. Mm. So stressed out is that inability to switch on and switch off the cortisol like we talked about with the lion coming towards you. Yeah. Whereas being stressed is a momentarily thing. So when the lion's there and it's gone, so the problem's there and it goes and mm. you don't let it acknowledge you or affect you in any other way. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, shopping line, you're in a shopping line queue and you, you get, you're all stressed out. But then when you leave that shopping line queue, it's gone. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, so that's just stress. That's just stressed. Yeah. Um, stressed out is what we tend to be constantly in our everyday life. While we're talking about that, I just thought then about anxiety as well. So mm. wh- where would you put the the relationship there between stressed and anxiety? I mean, I, I think, I don't know, this might be me being a bit too old fashioned, but, you know, I, I think there's a there's a prevalence now for people to say, oh, he or she or whatever is anxious or, you know, just suffering from anxiety, whereas similar to what you're saying about stress and, and a natural reaction to being attacked by a lion or whatever, I would consider feeling anxious to be a natural reaction to you being put in a situation that you, you're not familiar with or, or that sort of thing, you know. And then so that, it, you know, the, the physiological results and, and effects that that would have have been ingrained in us over generations to help deal with that. But I, I just, I, I think, and I'm interested in your feedback and what you think, I just think people are going to that as, you know, the feeling of anxiety is a bad thing and that they need to not be exposed to that. Whereas how, how can they be expected to develop coping mechanisms if, if the, at the first sign of anxiety? So anxiety is different to being anxious. Mm. Okay, so I think this is where the difference is today is that anxiety is a mental health condition, okay, which is brought upon by being stressed out for long mm. periods of time. So being anxious and having anxiety are two different things. Right. Okay. There you go. So, yes, we do get anxious. And, yes, being anxious, like going back to an athlete who's about to run a race, they're going to be anxious, right? That goes to the stressed. So anxious is stressed. You're stressed about that race. Okay, yes, you're anxious. The cortisol level goes up. But once that race is done, that cortisol level goes down and that anxiousness has gone away. Does that make sense? Yeah. Anxiety is a mental health condition that comes when those cortisol levels, it can be a, um, a chronic disease that is caused by ongoing increased cortisol levels. So that's from being stressed out for long periods of time. It is a medical condition that too many people say, I've got anxiety, mm. right? 
It is clearly a mental health condition that should only be diagnosed by a psychiatrist. Yeah, yeah. Okay? And it's, I guess that comes, it's, it's a hormonal thing. It's then, a ultimately, hormonal right? thing. So yep. then anxiety is driven by being stressed out for long periods of time and is actually classified as a chronic disease. Mm. It is a mental health problem. It comes again with depression, anxiety is caused by increased cortisol levels at a constant state for a long period of time. So there's a difference between being anxious and having anxiety. And yes, being anxious gives you resilience, but living in a state of anxiety isn't normal. No. And it needs to be addressed. Yeah, right. Does okay. that answer your question? It does, yeah, yeah. And it's, I guess it's that fine line sort of similar to what we just spoke about in terms of being stressed out and stressed. Yeah. We've got that delineation between anxiety and feeling anxious. Yeah. So no, that's good. Thanks for clearing that up. Um, so what, what would be some physical signs of, and symptoms of stress? Physical signs and symptoms of stress. So symptoms and signs are different. So signs would be like we work longer hours at work, we're juggling life at home, we're spinning our wheels at both ends, we make bad decisions, we've got racing thoughts, we're constantly worried, we're unmotivated and unfocused, we're overwhelmed, we're trouble sleeping, we grab for junk food, we're constantly getting cold and flu symptoms. You know, they're signs that we're under stress, mm. right? So where symptoms are when you get told you've got IBS, so irritable bowel syndrome, or you're chronic fatigue, or you get a – women in particular, I say that, but is um, reoccurring yeast infections. But men get reoccurring yeast infections on toes, like ingrown toenails or fungus on their toes, fibromyalgia reoccurring cold and flu, mental health issues, they're symptoms, right? So signs mm. and symptoms are very different. Again, a good sign is that when you're constantly craving a pick-me-up like coffee, right? I need a coffee or I need a cake or I need a cheese sausage, something like that. That's actually a really good sign that your body is under stress. Or you're a 50-year-old tradesman. <laughs> yeah, which most of the time is that you're stressed out. <laughs> not, you're a stressed out tradesman. You know, and people think I'm not, but you've got everyday stressors, which I'll explain to you what everyday stressors are that can lead to long-term being stressed out. Mm. And they're like, we meet them every day, is deadlines, money concerns, sitting in traffic. Tradies are always sitting in traffic, getting from one job to another, trying to get there in time. Family problems. Problems with co-workers, worry, being unhappy, being dissatisfied with life, always on the hurry, injury, if you've had an injury and that you haven't got better from, dealing with heat and cold, poor food choices, increased alcohol, pr troubles, divorce, family problems, like I said, or relationship um, problems, you know, health conditions, people's changing in health, you know, lack of work. There's just they're, the list goes on. Yeah, yeah. And you I think, know? you know, you just rattled off, I mean, I would say 90% of those I've, I've personally have definitely encountered, you know, over the course of, uh, well, especially setting up Trady HQ, you know, oh, like yeah. it's been it's been massive, you know, the amount of work and everything that's gone into it so far. I mean, I'm, I'm very fortunate that my wife is, is very understanding and, and she's 100% behind everything as well. But, you know, without her support, we've got twin boys who are eight years old, without her support, yeah, it would be a lot different. And oh. that's what I always say to people as well is that, you know, you, you really need to look after your home relationship because that's... Oh, it's so important. Yeah, that's like your sanctuary, you know. When you when you go through all this stuff at work uh, and, and everything you just explained there, traffic, 
job deadlines, employees, staff, clients, all that other sort of stuff. Like you want to be able to go home and uh, and turn that off. Yeah, you need a safe place. Mm. And I look at home as a safe place. Can we come up with another word for that instead of safe place? Yeah, okay. We can. <laughs> <laughs> what would you like? I don't know, sanctuary. I sanctuary, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, it's a sanctuary. Um, and that's that's a place where you should be able to go home and let go of everything. Um, and leave everything behind you. But not, unfortunately, not everyone has that sanctuary to go home to. No, or that's right. sanctuary isn't that word you wanted to use as a safe place. Yeah, yeah. Again, yeah. And, 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 you know, similar to everything that we're going to talk about in this series, I think, it, you know, sometimes you just get into that cycle and you need something to break that cycle. You, do. you know, and, and it's it's as much the responsibility of the person undergoing the stressors as it is to everyone else to to break it. Yeah, you know. and you need to because it impacts things in your life. And I'll explain like sleep in particular. You know, sleep is so important and it's a vicious circle. You go around and around and around and you need sleep to actually go from being stressed out to just being stressed. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it does for sure. And I mean, but again, the, the sort of uh, paradox of that is the fact that when you're stressed, you're not going to sleep well. Of course well. you're not. And I'll explain <laughs> that in my next thing um, about that and what you can do to help you sleep. Yeah. But in, in that roundabout sense, what I was getting get to is that, you know, you might be sitting here thinking, oh, no, that's not me. Everyone, this is Everyone's like that. So it's normal. Mm. But two things I want you to take away from this is really harp on that stressed and being that stressed out. So what we want you to do is go try and turn it around from being stressed out to being stressed because and then not stressed at all, but let, getting stressed and then letting it go. Mm. That's important is getting that cortisol level up, but letting it come down. Because not getting that cortisol level down is going to cause ongoing problems. Going back to what you asked me before, that I've got my own issues, autoimmune. That's what's happened. It leads from one disease to another to another. And that's what happened to me. I was in a constant fight, in a constant state of fight and flight for year, for days, weeks and months and years. It caught from one problem to another to another. So you've got to learn to let go and bring those cortisol levels down. So what I've done, which you probably... We're going to ask me anyway, but I'll beat you to it. It's sitting in front of me, yeah. Yep. I've designed a self-test for stress that I'd like you guys to have a look at. Um, I believe Dan will upload it. Yeah, yeah, we will. Or is it available on your website? I can put it, or I actually can put it on the Tradie HQ. Yeah. Yeah, we can do that. Uh, we can Facebook upload page. it. Yeah, we can upload it as a file to the Trade yeah. HQ uh, group. Yep, or I can upload <clears throat> it to my website as well. Yeah, if we do that, then we'll, we'll link to both, both spots. Yeah, yep. yeah, and you can also email me, which you, if you go to my website, you'll find it, and I can give it to you if you haven't got hold of it. But it's a test, a self-test to test your stress, and I call it the Type C self-stress test. And what it basically does, it gives you an idea on whether I've put into Type C index. So are you relaxed, Jack? Are you strained, Jane? Or are you stressed, Jess? So I've tried to use male and female names there. Um, and Jess can be a guy or a girl. Basically, it gives you an idea on where you are. And that then will lead me to teaching you how to address those stresses in a word I use as senses. So senses is a formula to help you go from type C to a type A person. And the next podcast is all about senses. Cool. And senses is a is an acronym. It's an acronym. Yeah. So awesome. I'm not going to tell you what it is now. No, don't to spoil to the, next the surprise. One, yeah, and yeah, we'll you'll cover have to figure next. out from there. But I really push you to actually do the questionnaire, and it's something you'll do now 
do it in three months' time, do it in six months' time, and do it again in 12 months' time and see how far you've come mm. to go from being stressed out to stressed to not stressed at all. Yeah, no, that's great. And I think, yeah, like you say, I mean, I think every, everyone, everyone goes through stress oh, in one way or another. You have to. It's the, life. That's right. And uh, I guess the, the defining uh, feature between those who go on to be stressed out versus stressed are the ones that um, have got those coping mechanisms in place or, or at least the awareness that, like you just said, you, you need to allow yourself that time to decompress and, and bring the cortisol levels back down. And we'll, I'm sure we'll probably go into it in the next podcast. But yeah, if um, it'll be great to pass on some, uh, some tools. Yeah, definitely. That's yeah. what the whole next podcast is about. Probably might be a little bit longer than this one, but it'll, if it's too much, we'll break it into two components. Yeah. But I can't stress enough to reduce cortisol. Cortisol is the biggest killer out there. Um, we need it, yeah. but we don't need to have it going all the time. Constantly, yeah. Constantly. It's just like it. if you can imagine, if you've got your car engine going constantly, 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 you're going to run out of fuel. You'll burn the engine out if you're actually running it with no fuel. Yeah. All right. That's the same with your body. Eventually, if you, you're going to, cortisol can only be burnt so much. You can only produce so much till you go into burnout. And then that causes chronic disease. And, you know, chronic disease with elevated cortisol over time, it slowly breaks down your body. It breaks down your defense mechanisms and it increases serious disease like um, increased um, cholesterol and causes cardiovascular disease. Mm. Increase or decrease blood sugar levels causes diabetes. Um, Increased cortisol shrinks your brain, which causes what we spoke about before, anxiety and depression. Um, it causes memory loss. It causes brain fog. Um, it can cause osteoporosis. It causes autoimmune. Um, the list goes on. Yeah, right. So increase cortisol on constant time where it doesn't switch on and it doesn't switch off can cause to these chronic diseases. And this is where doctors find problems. They don't know what's wrong with people. They can't put a pin on it. They've got this disease, so they treat the disease, but they don't work out what has caused it. Mm. And that's my job. All right, excellent. Well, we'll uh, we'll wrap up this one here, and uh, yeah, so and that's where we'll go go through your questionnaire, um, and then this method that you've developed called Senses. So, I look forward to that. Thanks for your time, Lisa. Thanks, Dan. Another Looking great forward podcast. to the next one. Any questions? Please hit us up. For sure. Thanks, guys. Speak to you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Trady HQ podcast. For more information, head to tradyhqwa.com.au and follow us on Facebook at the Trady HQ podcast group. Have a great day.